Jesus says, remember Lot's wife. You mark it down. He has a good reason. Anytime I read Jesus said, if it's in red letters, I listen. More than any other time, I listen because Jesus said it. Jesus said, remember Lot's wife. There's a lesson in this, and I want you to think about it. Lot, when he broke away from Abraham and went their separate ways, remember the scripture says that Lot set his face towards Sodom. Beautiful, at that time, beautiful pasture land, and he set his face. Now, there's no record of his being married at the time. Evidently, Lot found his wife in Sodom. She was evidently born in Sodom, raised in Sodom, and, and she was from that lifestyle. This woman was under the focus and influence of one of the great prayer warriors of all time, Abraham, a man to whom God listened as a friend. So she had great power of prayer behind her. She had a righteous man teaching her. And uh, she also had, had angels warning her and taking her out of the city. Now, Sodom and Gomorrah had fallen into such depravity, remember, that God says that's enough. He sends two angels to get a man's eye-level view of it before he would send judgment. These two men, angels, now they, they, they came in the form of man. They, they didn't look like angels. They looked like eyes, hands, feet. You know what I'm talking about. Now, Lot is sitting as a judge at the gate of the city. He welcomed people who came in to the city, especially strangers. He sees these two men, he welcomes them. And, they say, and he says, welcome to Sodom. And they, he said, come to my house. Come, my wife and I will feed you. And are you staying overnight? Yes, we're staying overnight. And at the first, I don't believe they gave the reason why we're there. It, in fact, it was probably only after the Sodomites gathered to try to rape the angels that they finally gave Lot the reason why they were there. But these were God's represented and they've been sent. They had the power to judge. These angels brought the fire. They brought the judgment with them. All they had to do was speak the word and Sodom would be burned in a holocaust. And uh, if you follow the picture, they, they said, no, we're going to stay on the streets. We're going to just sleep on the streets tonight. They wanted to know what was going on in the middle of the night. I don't think they would have slept. They would have walked about the city looking at the, at, at the, the terrible depravity. And Lot said, no, you can't. In other words, he knew it was unsafe for them to be on the streets. Now, if you think Sodom was wicked, knew they were in danger, so they take these two men to the house. Now, uh, these men are walking with Lot, and evidently these angels were very attractive men. They were handsome men. And as they are going, uh, sodomites, homosexuals, the city had been given over to homosexuality, and the men are watching Lot take these two men into their home, into his home, and the word spreads all over. They, they get in the house, and Lot and his wife prepare a feast, and they're sitting there uh, feasting, and suddenly there's a racket outside because, you now this house evidently uh, was an individual house. It was not an apartment. So they gathered around the house, especially the front door. And there were old granny type gays. There were young boys looking gays. This, these were all men, the Bible says old and young, gathered around that door and began to pound on the door and say, send them out. And Lot knows what's happening. He's been in this city, he knows exactly what they have in mind. Lot goes out, shuts the door behind him, he said, these are my guests. He said, 
You're not going to touch them. I know what you have in mind, but you can't touch them. And they're making a racket. They're pressing in. And Vox says, well, look, I've got two daughters. I'll send them out. Do with what you want. Now, I, this I can never in my lifetime understand. I don't know how any normal person can understand. I don't think it can be explained other than the man was temporarily insane. How does a father send his two daughters out? No wonder they laid with him, had no respect for him. No wonder they committed incest with their own father because they lost all respect. Can you imagine how those girls were trembling inside when this, they hear this mob out there to send those daughters and have more consideration for two men he doesn't even know than for his own daughters. Folks, we have stuff like that going on. Uh, human nature is the same. That's the devil himself. There's such a racket out there. They, they, they're going insane. They said, we don't want the women, we want the men. The angels reach out, grab him by the collar and pull him in and shut the door, reach out their hand and smite them with blindness. Can you imagine the scene? They're totally blind. They can't even find the door. They're stumbling over everybody. They're trying to, let me at him, let him at him, let me at him. And they're telling Lot, Lot, because you wouldn't send him out, we're going to get you, we're going to do worse to you than we were to those men. You talk about being sodomized and raped, you wait when we get our hands on you. Now, folks, there is such a blindness, there's such a judicial blindness that people who are under the wrath of God don't even know it. These men were stricken by the wrath of God and they're still struggling, falling over each other, trying to get to the door. Totally blind! And they still don't see it as the judgment of God and their lust is still burning like fire. And that's the way it's going to be when Jesus comes. Even when the hot coals fire from heaven, even when there's judgment, those who are on the wrath of God will still be seeking their pleasures. That's why there are, there are age-stricken people on these streets who are just weeks away from death and they're still in the gay bar, still down there looking for one more connection, one more night of pleasure, and those who know they're dying are still having intercourse with them. Amazing. Angel said, let me tell you why we're here. The Lord has sent us. And we are going to destroy this place. The Lord has sent us to destroy it. Chapter 19, verse 13. Go, get your family, get out of this place. Now, had you been in Sodom that night, you would not have seen any sign of judgment. There were no warnings. There was, there was no omen anywhere. There was no flaming sword in the sky. There was no smell of judgment. And yet you would have seen, late at night, you would have seen one man shot in Sodom. His name is Lot, and he's running around to his sons-in-law, his two sons-in-law, knocking on the door and saying, there are two angels that have visited us, and they told us that God's going to destroy this city tomorrow, and we've got to meet at my house and leave and get out first thing in the morning. And the Bible says, they laughed at him. They mocked him. He, he was as one who mocked, they said. You would have seen no sign of judgment whatsoever. And it was a sleepless night, I'm sure. The Bible says Lot lingered. He lingered. The two angels, the Lord said, being merciful, they brought him forth without the city. Now, folks, the first thing in the morning, the angels had to wake 
awaken these people. And, and the Bible says, arise. The angel said, take your wife and your two daughters. Get out. Flee, lest they be consumed. Get out. Flee. Run. And the Bible says, Lot lingered. The two angels then took them by the hand forcibly. And the Bible said, they led them forth outside the city. And they cried, escape for thy life. Look not behind thee. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. Folks, here's a picture. There are four people. I don't know if they're two miles away now before it happens. I don't know. But there are four people running toward the mountain. Lot, his wife, and his two daughters. The two sons-in-laws are still in Sodom. And all of a sudden, there's a little dark cloud gathers, and it gets thicker and thicker. And the sun is clouding, and pieces of brimstone begin to fall. And over here on a piece of canvas, a little fire starts, and over here it falls on a grass roof, and suddenly there's a flame here and a flame here, and people running saying, fire, fire. But it's getting darker, quicker, and quicker because the angels have now left the city, they stretched forth their hands, and the judgment has begun. Folks, I don't know if it took half an hour, I don't know if it took an hour, but I believe the judgment began to accumulate. Those brimstones have got bigger and bigger and suddenly fires are burning all over that city. People are trying to run, but within a mile radius, they run as fast as they can. There's just as much brimstone falling and suddenly it's in their hair, it's around them. They are being suffocated. There's a suffocating sulfuric that's coming out of the ground now. There is slime, there is brimstone, and there is fire, and suddenly there's a holocaust. Everybody's screaming, everybody's running, it's judgment day. And God kept his word. The angel said, don't look back. Don't look back. Keep moving or you'll get caught. That's going to spread. The brimstone is spreading because it's going to take tomorrow. It's going to take these other little cities they told us. We've got to get away from all of it to a place of safety. Keep running to the mountain. Flee from the wrath of God. Flee. Run. Don't turn back. I believe Lot and the daughters just kept moving on. They, it could have been half hour, could have been hours before they even knew she was missing. And she stops. And she turns and looks at Sodom. Now folks, that look is not just a moment. That look suggests a lingering, longing look back to her old lifestyle, back to her old ways. And folks, the, the, the brimstone is coming closer and closer and she knows it, but she's transfixed. See, something happened in her heart that's going to be expressed in her very physical uh, body. Her heart has grown hard. She, she is angry. She is longing. She's weeping over losing her past. And if you know what the scripture says, that that brimstone and that salty brine begin to fall on her and by now she doesn't care she said I've lost everything anyhow and suddenly she's suffocating and I don't believe she even could take time to fall to her knees because I believe it just came up in fact the Bible suggests a mound of salt and the Bible said she turned to a pillar of salt rock hard salt 
Can you imagine a week later when people came from around and heard about the Holocaust and they come and they pass this pillar of salt and they see the outline of a person with his face, with their face headed towards Sodom? And what an incredible uh, witness it was, a witness of hardness, an absolute witness to a hardening. Now, Jesus, remembering this, says, remember Lot's wife. The Bible said everything that happened in that Old Testament are examples to us upon whom the end of the world has come. There are examples. They have meaning. Now, Jesus, if, if that's what he's saying, and as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it also be in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives. They were given in marriage till the day that Noah entered into the ark. The flood came, destroyed them all. Likewise, also, as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built it. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. What Jesus is saying, just before I come, it's going to be replayed of the days of Lot. In other words, if you want to know how it is just before I come, go back and study what happened during Lot's time because it'll repeat itself. It's going to be the same thing as it was in the days of Lot, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Same thing. In that day, he which should be upon the house top and his what? Stuff. In the house. Let him not come down and take it away. And he that is in the field, that means your career, your job, your business. Let him likewise not return back. Remember Lot's wife. You know what he's saying? She was almost saved. She had angels pluck her out. She was out of danger. She was out of judgment. She was on her way to the mountain, which is Jesus Christ, the rock. She was on her way. She'd been delivered from the bondage. She'd been plucked right out of Sodom. Everybody else is perishing. She was saved temporarily. She was almost saved. She was told she could be saved if all she did was hold out a little longer. If she'd just been obedient, if she'd just pressed on a little longer, she would have been saved. She would have been out of the danger zone. Folks, a lot of you are, a lot are listening to me right now. You are about to become a pillar of salt. Because that woman who is now petrified is a physical example of a spiritual condition. It shows what happens when you still have a longing for your old life, your old friends, and your old ways. When there's still some of Sodom left in you. You used to run around and smoke and drink and curse and play around in sex. You used to do all these things. And you had friends that you had fun with. You did all these things. And now you're serving the Lord. God said, get out free to the rock. And you started. You went on. You sang the songs of Zion. You were talking about the Lord all the time. You read His Bible. You prayed and you worshipped. You were on your way. And what happened? The world was still in your heart. You never gave up the world and the longing and the lingering, looking back to your old friends. I want to tell you something. If you've got any old friends that were in the world that are still playing around in the back roads of your memory, in Jesus' name, get them out. Lay them down. I don't care if it's an old lover. I don't care who it is. If you've got some old place that you used to hang out, or used to shoot drugs or some 
porno theater or some woman's house or some man's house and you used to go there and have intercourse and you played around. Get it out of your memory. Lay it down and move on. Don't look back. And if you look back, you're going to get just what she got. You become a pillar of salt. That's a hard heart. Folks, the hard hearts are not down in gay bars in the village. That's not the hardest hearts. The hardest hearts are not the uh, men parading around dressed as women. The hard hearts are not uh, the gamblers out here. They're not the drug addicts, not the people sleeping on the streets. The hardest hearts I've ever met are those who once started out, who were almost saved, who had tasted the goodness of the Holy Ghost, who know the Word of God, have been touched by heaven, and they turned their backs went back. They're the hardest hearts I've ever met. You can't move them. They're pillars of salt. They are testimonies to the whole world of what happens when you don't get the world out of your system. When Jesus said, remember, wash white, he is saying just that. Get your eyes off the stuff. He said, when judgment's about the at the door, there's not going to be any warning. Folks, if judgment comes and the riots break out and the fires begin to burn and, and, and it's almost impossible for weeks to get to a job site, there, there are explosions. There, are, there is racial tension and hatred breaking out and erupting on all sides, and judgments are falling. There's not going to be any warning on radio or television. I don't think there's going to be a lightning thunderstorm that would shake us up the night before. There'll be no flaming sword in the sky. There'll be no omens. There'll be no other warnings than what we have received by the Holy Ghost and by the prophets of God and his watchmen who've been warning us he said we're to be prepared and we're to be ready but folks suddenly just as sure came to Sodom it's going to be here we may have angels walking these street as men right now getting an eye view level of our depravity and I know what Billy Graham said is true if God doesn't judge America he's going to have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah but I want to tell you, when the fires begin and the judgment is here, there, there are going to be some people so hard and so blind, they're saying, well, let it rain, let it burn, I'm going to heaven, everything's all right. They're going to wake up in hell, almost saved. Now you think about that woman standing there, out of danger, supposedly, so close to the mountain, and she turns. Which way are you headed? Where's your face headed? Now you may have your feet going this way and your head starting to turn that way. No. Your head has to go the same direction as your feet. You've got to turn your eyes on Jesus. You keep running to the rock. You keep fleeing to Him. You go to Jesus and He'll deliver you from the wrath that's to come. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you, this is not games, fun and games. This is life and death. 